0: it was for so grace oh so lord god you, you permitted us to go away so that you yourself might speak to us oh father lord we give you praise we thank you for the impact that we have on this congregation and the transformed life that will come lord the things that are born of god the things that are born of the spirit of god father lord please release upon us we pray in the mighty name of jesus in the mighty name of jesus Amen. cause of the things you have caused us to see cause that it will not bring us under condemnation in the mighty name of jesus Father, Lord, we thank you. We give you praise, our King. For in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. I'm going to share brief testimony of things that have happened by God's grace in, uh, on Sunday when the rest of the guys come. We'll have an opportunity to give a formal feedback. But, you see, part of the experience we had is a life-changing one. There are some things you get through Bible study. There are some things you get through listening to Salmon. But there are things God takes you aside to expose to you, to transform you. Amen. And I'm believing that God wants to transform this house in the mighty name of Jesus. He wants to take us to a new level of functioning and walk with him. And that will be your testimony in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Quickly, I will just invite um, Brother Champion, if he's in the auditorium. Where's Brother Champion? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let him come over. He will share some of the things. That God spoke to him during the time. And I will share some words with us. Amen. Thank you, our God. Because the Bible says you, you, you don't light a lamp and put it under the bed. Amen. I want to trust God that God is lighting a lamp even in this house. And God does not intend that after it all, we put it under the brochure. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Just share briefly, briefly, what were your experience and the things that impacted you. Hallelujah. Um, It's just uh, um, the people there, uh, the way way they they love God and worship God in spite of their situation. Um, As a matter of fact, uh, we had to use a searchlight to read the Bible. And uh, those people are so joyful. And that in itself uh, just uh, spoke to me a lot um, because we take a lot of things for granted over here. And um, just seeing people loving God in spite of um, uh, everything is just, uh, for me, it, uh, it rekindled uh, uh, something on the inside of me to say, you know you know what, regardless what's going on around me, I'm just going to love Jesus. I'm just going to come out here and uh, just focus on the Lord and do what I need to do for the expansion of the kingdom. Amen. Bless God. Praise the mighty Jesus. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. I, I, I'll give you a brief, a brief, a brief. Um, for for the few nights that we spend there, each each of the nights, that's what I call that's what I call a revival meeting. It's a late night meeting. Hallelujah. And I want to tell you that the people were in bothering about going home. Amen because I have a proof for that, because on one occasion, the vehicle that was supposed to pick me, the minister that was supposed to minister, had not, they, the time they said guest minister come up, I was still in the mission house. Amen. If it's in London, everybody would have gone home by the time they get there, but they were waiting, hallelujah. Thank you Lord Jesus. You see, these are things that impact you in such great ways, amen. We spent a couple of, the first three nights, there was a place up the, up the mountain, or up the hill, that you have to climb to. I tell you, by the time you arrive there, even you'll be panting because a car will not take you up there. Amen. It's in those kind of situations that people are worshipping God, and they go all the way there to seek the face of the same king. Hallelujah. I pray that comfort will not destroy us in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And God did so much, so much. Right from the first night, one third of the congregation come and give their life to Christ. Amen. Awesome. 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 Beautiful things happening. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But by, by, by the second night, God walking through, 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 through the, the work of everybody that are gathered together. And by his grace, grace, 95% of the people in the congregation came out. In order to forgive and to release. And to let go. Hallelujah. I, I, I'm telling you this for a good reason. I'm telling you this for a good reason. Hallelujah. Because that's, that's, the state, that's the state of the environment we were in. An environment that has experienced war. And you know, after war, they say the war has ended. But there's a whole lot of aftermath of war. There's the whole lot of betrayal. Like the example of somebody now, if it's your brother or your sister that is pregnant, and for the trading of b- two bullets, just to see who is right or wrong, they slice, I think you have an issue with the other person, the people that did it. Aha! Those are the kind of environment where you see a whole long stronghold of bitterness, and of anger, family to family, brother to brother, sister to sister. So if you are in a congressional where 95% will say, Yes, I am holding one form of bitterness or unforgiveness against government, against other people. Somebody is holding one form of thing against the other, and each of them were seeking God for liberation. I mean, people came out, all right, begin to release, just to release. There were tears, people were crying. You mean just like that? You mean just like that? That's the depth of the pain, and that tells you of. A nation and an environment that is emotionally scarred. And you know the thing with unforgiveness is that if you do not release, you yourself, you can't rise up to move forward. Amen. And that, that's the environment where you are in. Then the other thing is that by the third night, one third of the congregation agreed that they have other gods. Because one way or the other, during the course of the war, people have gone to one person to scar them so that either bullets will not enter. Or if they poison them, it will not kill. They all had one thing or the other to do with one thing or the other. Hallelujah. That gives you a picture. And that's just one, one zone, one location. But it gives you a picture of the kind of environment, the spiritual need. Amen. It gives you another picture of the emotional need around the place, then also the physical environment gives you a picture of the material need, everything that people need. Amen. But there's something we learned during the course of the period, and I think God purposely began to take us through that as a church. If we open our Bible to Ezekiel 22:23. Ezekiel 22:23. Hallelujah. Because every you see, every judgment of God must always begin from the house of God and from the pulpit of God. Also, every decay in every society also begins from the realm of the spiritual. Amen. So if any decay is happening in any environment, in any church, in any family, first there's a decay in the realm of the spirit. That's one truth I want you to hold on to. So no matter what may be happening around, even though what's happening is natural, there's natural famine. Check the spiritual. That's where the decay begins from. We're going to read together as a church. Hallelujah. We, we, We read it the last time, but I just want us to go back to it. Then I'll make a quick submission so that we can pray. Hallelujah. Ezekiel 22. Amen. And I'm reading from verse 23. It says, The word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, say to her you are a land that is not cleansed or rained on in the day of indignation i will explain that you see it takes the reign of god to purify every nation it takes the reign of god to purify every home it takes the reign of god to purify every life i'm going to submit now i'm not just telling you story about Syria alone because you see when i arrived back i asked god what is this about the lord told me the magnifying lens that he has taken me there so that he may magnify the issues of humanity that it's not a problem of syria alone that everything i saw there is right here in icc and in london That he are just taking me to an environment where it is magnified. You know when they put magnifying glass? Something that is microscopic. It will enlarge it so that you can see. So that environment that is just an enlarged problem of humanity. Amen. I pray that you will be delivered from it in the mighty name of Jesus. It's not just a story yonder. It's not a story about alone. It's a story of the life of every man and every woman. And I pray that this season, God will bring about a great revival, even in your own life in the mighty name of Jesus. So as you are listening to it, be listening from two levels. One, we shall be talking about Syria alone. Secondly, you shall be looking at yourself, the magnifying glass, because you see, without the magnifying glass, you will not even know that there's a on on this chair. It takes you to bring the magnifier. Then it becomes large and everybody can see. Oh, so, so this is the state of humanity. This is the state of every man that is cold. Every man that is cold. Every coldness. The same thing, because see, everything you see there, that's what is happening in every corner. regardless that it is pushed up in UK and in Phonet. Say that is exactly the same state of it. I pray that it will be a great deliverance in the mighty name of Jesus. So it's not just an issue with the people or with a nation, or with a land, that we will will say, oh, sorry, oh, my show. It's an issue with humanity that even in the midst of so much in the UK, many are still cold. Ask yourself, why are you cold? There's a big decay. Even within the church, in all over the world, in the Western world, there's a big decay. So many excuses why people don't give their heart to God it's just the same thing god has just taken us there to show us a magnifying glass so that you can see clearly and say wow so this is how these things are amen are are we together church so this is what is happening the state of the decay so this is what is happening even in london even in the west world even in america where they think there's no war. Wars are going on. Interpersonal wars. I pray that you will experience God's deliverance in the mighty name of Jesus. But every one of those decay. Because the fish begins to rotting from the head. Every one of those decay begins from a rottenness and a corruption in the spiritual. I pray that you will not be spiritually corrupt in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Okay, let, let, let's read on church. Let's read on church. Hallelujah. We're going to read together. To forego. What what is the meaning of the day of indignation? The day of wrath. The day of judgment. I pray that the reign of God will wash us clean in the mighty name of Jesus. And that in mercy, God will cause His heaven to open. And it will cleanse every life, every home here present in the mighty name of Jesus. And every man that his heart is reaching out to God, God will cleanse you because you cannot cleanse yourself. Amen. Let's read on, sir. Go on. Can, can we use the um, New King James, please? Not amplify. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, our God. Okay, praise God. Let's go on, sir. Amen. You see, the, the sin of profanity, that's the sin of Esau. The Bible says, Hebrews chapter 12, it says, Let none be profane as Esau, who for the morsel of food sold his birthright. You see, that sin makes the life of men very cheap. Esau became so cheap that for a plate of food, he sold the heritage of, of Abraham, the promise of God to Abraham you see this is the same issue either in syria alone or in london for everyone who has become profane they become cheap and they lose their birthright many are losing destiny you see a lot of people are with ties and nice clothes they're not fulfilling destiny they're not fulfilling purpose they're living for themselves you see the sin of profanity is the one who does the things god has set aside as holy the person does not see it as holy they treat what is holy as common Amen. Are there people like that in UK? Oh, yes. That if we begin to examine ourselves properly, you begin to see some of these things, even in our lives. But I pray that the deliverance of God shall come in the mighty name of Jesus. Yes. His message shall prevail in the mighty name of Jesus. He said now the priest which is the teachers who are supposed to help the people to discern between that which is holy and unholy. They begin to compromise so that they will have a full congregation, so that everywhere will be full. They will not speak as they ought to speak. said they are supposed to help the people to discern between that which is clean and unclean, to know how to reverence God's Sabbath, that which God has reserved to them himself. But you know what? It will not be happening. And because of that, they also assist the people's decay. Amen. You see, but by the time you begin to challenge some things, they'll say you have gone, you, 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 you've become legalistic. Amen. That will not be our testimony in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. You see, anyone who becomes profane can never fulfill destiny. Just mark it. Any man that is profane cannot fulfill destiny, they cannot come into their purpose. Just as Esau wept to get it back, but, but because of his sin of profanity, God said, No, there was no room for repentance for him anymore. I pray that the door of repentance will not shut on any man's face here in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Because this issue is not about Siri alone. Cyrilone. alone is just a magnifying glass for us to be able to see ourselves properly. Who we are. And how we are walking with this God. Amen. Let, let, let's read on. Amen. He said, our princes, which are the governors, the secular rulers. First, it began from the realm of the spiritual. The prophet. The prophet is the one we're supposed to say, "Thus says the Lord to the people, to declare the voice of God to the people, to make them hear the voice of people, to call the people back to righteousness. The ministry of the prophet is to call men to, to challenge them wherever they may be. That's what the prophet, the ministry of Elijah. He said, If God is God, let us worship him. That's the minister of the prophet. The one who challenged the people's voice. That's the minister of John. The Bible said the spirit of Elijah it was upon him. The minister that called men back to... It might be a lone voice that is crying in the wilderness, but there must always be a voice that is crying and challenging us to greater work with God. People are comfortable wherever there is no voice that is challenging them to greater work with God. Any voice that is making you comfortable with where you are, oh, that's the voice you love. The Bible says they will gather many around themselves, teachers, people who will tell them what they love, what they want to hear. It takes you going to another environment and you see that no, this is not right. I pray that heaven will help us in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that our comfort because God has already, said when you arrive at that land of promise, when you have built the house, you have, you have, you have drunk from the vineyard, be careful that you don't forget the Lord your God. Deuteronomy 18. That There's a way, there's a way being in an environment where everything is, there's a way it deadens men's heart towards worshiping God. I pray that your heart will not be deadened in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. The kind of things we take for granted for, he, for in, in this place. I'm already going to speak for you again. Hallelujah. And the kind of thing we take for granted for this place. All we foresee, all we could come. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Say so the priest is he said. In our midst are like wolves tearing the people. out there. you see, people love those who tear them apart. Those who are supposed to call them to righteousness, if they're not saying it, they love them. That's why Paul says, "The more I call you unto righteousness, you're hating me more." I'd rather be in an environment where I'm being challenged to walk with God, and I'll know where I sh- I fall short, and this is how much I need to go further than that going a place where, where my ego is being massaged. To make me comfortable in my death. I say, well, this is London. We've got to pay mortgage. We've got to do this. We've got to do that. Oh, God just has to show you an environment where mortgage is not the issue. I pray God that God will help us in the mighty name of Jesus. That there will be an awakening. Every individual that calls themselves the children of God, there will be an awakening on your inside and in your spirit man. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let, let, let's read on. He said, Our prophet plastered them with untampered mortar. Seeing false vision. Hallelujah. You see, any nation that will go down, these are the symptoms. Every family that will go down, these are the symptoms. The decay must first start from the spiritual. And it will begin to come down then the person will begin to believe in lies they'll begin to believe in lies you see for for adam and Eve to lose their eden the first have to believe in a lie i pray that you will not be a victim one will believe in a lie in the mighty name of jesus thank you lord jesus let's read on go on Hallelujah. He said, now the people themselves, the the former one is is their leaders, spiritual leader, secular leader, um, civil leaders, dividing them and devouring them. Now the people themselves, they've turned to dog eat dog. That's why there's a lot of looseness in the church. Looseness of moral. Looseness of talk. Backbiting and tearing each other apart. A slave that laughs at the shallow burial of another slave. That was the word God gave. See, those days when they bury a slave, they will do two feet down. Then they will pour sand upon it and heap it. Three days later, when you are passing, there will be flies roving around. Another slave will be walking by. You say, eh? ak for seven upon all his grass. See, see where he is. See fly, see fly. And that slave that's laughing, forget that him too is a slave. That ultimately all slaves have the same fate. So, when somebody stumbles in church, the, the room, instead of to come to the place of intercession and cry out for, to God, is to all over the place. That's why many cannot rise. That's why many are still infantile in their Christian walk. Looseness of moral. We saw a level of looseness of moral where everything goes in Sierra Leone. And before we were saying alas. Some of the hey, uh, rebels who soldier, they rape me during the war, 12, 13, 14 years old. So to go all over the place is nothing. It's nothing. It's just looseness. Every covenant is loose. Even among pastors, it's loose. Everybody say, ah, my own ministry, my own ministry. Loose, loose. Those are some of the work we had to do with the pastors. Ah, 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 ah. It's not so in this kingdom. Everybody seen their own vision. Lose. Ah, They say, how can you serve somebody's vision all your life? When will you do your own? No wonder Paul said, when I was a child, I talked like a child. I talked like a child. But when manhood is come, I put childish things away. For once upon a time, Paul said, God forbid I cannot go with Mark to the next missionary journey. But when he became mature, he said, please send me Mark. Church, are we together? Looseness. Looseness all over the place. Moral looseness. Loose talk. The Lord will heal his church in the mighty name of Jesus. They begin to backbite and eat themselves. They begin to pull each other down. Nobody Nobody can ascend. Nobody can go up as many that are engaging that, you better repent before God. Because the faith will not be different from the faith of those in Syria alone. Because God is not a partial God. Heaven will teach us in the mighty name of Jesus. Let, let, let's, let's read it on. amen say I found no more so we begin to understand and these are one of the things I gave a conviction concerning the mission to Syria alone that in spite of the lawlessness the unrighteousness the profanity how they have put God holiness drag it on the floor taking it everywhere don't all what they like with it say alas all that seems not to bother God the holy and the righteous God, there was just one thing that was a bother to him. The fact that there was no intercessor. See, in spite of all what is happening, how come there's no man that can rise up and form an edge? How come there's no man that can be provoked in their spirit? I say, is there not a cause? How come there can be no woman like Esther who will say, if I perish, I perish. How come there can be no man? And we began to understand that every nation that is going down, it's not because of what is happening there or the level of decadence or unrighteousness or lawlessness, any nation that goes down the drain is because of the lack of intercessor. Every family that goes down is because enough voices are not crying out to God. Every life that gets washed away and wasted is because the person doesn't have people who are crying to God on their behalf. And this must be one resolve in every life here. Every man here. That whatever it takes, I will be an intercessor. At least beginning from my own home. To my own local church. To our own local community. Because you see, the one who gives himself for nothing will die for nothing. You see, the anointing for posterity, before it rested on the life of Joseph, Joseph first took responsibility for posterity. You see, you know why people remain small? Why their whole world is not more than this? It's because of selfishness. Me, I, myself. They might spiritualize it. But it's still the same symptom. I pray that that will not be your lot in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. So, church of God, we must be a praying church. I'm persuaded about this thing it's born deep into my spirit that every believer must be a praying believer. We must all be intercessors. Because that seems to be the only way to walk this Christian walk. Regardless of whatever ministry, choir, technical, every believer is a warrior. That's why I say he has trained my hands for war and my fingers for battle. The Bible says the kingdom of heaven will suffer violent. The violent, take it by force. Whatever you are going to possess in this kingdom is by force you take it. Because the enemy, the one who is the enemy of your soul, the one who is the accuser of the brethren, the Bible says he never let his prisoner go free. He doesn't release anything because people people beg him. He doesn't release anything because he has mercy. The day the devil begins to have mercy on you, then he becomes God. Whatever you're going to take, you're going to take it by force. The Bible said, Canaanite was taken by force. That's God's promise. God promised Abraham. He said, you will have sons like the stars of the sky. But yet, see, Isaac married, and the woman was buried. The Bible said, and Isaac prayed much to take it by force. Because every promise of God must be appropriated by faith in the place of prayer. Apart from faith, no man can please God. Is there not somebody seeking to please God here? I pray that heaven will deliver us in the mighty name of Jesus from coldness. I pray God will do a work in the life of all who are called by his name, all who are redeemed. Especially so if you've been in an environment where in the absence of everything, yet people are seeking the same God, with all their might and with everything. The Lord will help us. Let's rise upon our feet. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Brethren, we're going to start to pray. And as the people will start to become intercessors. Even for the body of Christ. Amen. The Bible says the prophets, which is their spiritual leader, those who are in position of spiritual authority, the Bible says they become corrupt. We're going to pray. Even for those who are leaders over us, we're going to uphold them. You see, that's our assignment to them. We're going to ask God that every form of corruption that may be existing, let me just read, we're going to start from here. I want us to take that, that passage one after the other. Hallelujah. And the Bible says, The land is not cleansed, nor reigned on on the day of indignation. We're going to f- cry out for the reign of God. We're going to say, Lord, reign over this land. Say, Father Lord, we are crying out for your reign over this nation. That we are crying out for your rain, the rain, the rain, the rain of God, the reign of God's mercy. Let it come upon this land in the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible says you are looking for men that will form an edge. Father Lord, we make ourselves available as a people and as a church. Lord Jesus, there's so much. Eh, praise, praise the Lord. You see, someone once said, um, they, they wrote it it's like a poem. They say, after after Jesus was in Golgotha. Say, they stoned him, they spat on him, they whipped him, they did everything to him. Say, but when Jesus went to Birmingham, say, they simply ignored him and left him in the cold. Then say, after the cold scorched him so much that Jesus began to long for Golgotha. I don't know if you get that. Say, he even preferred what happened to him in Golgotha than what is happening to him in our land now. I pray that that will not be the testimony in the mighty man, Because people are so cold. People are so cold. There's a level of coldness that is not healthy. Amen. We're going to lift up our voice and say, Lord, send your rain again. Hallelujah. That we will cry out for the rain of heaven. The rain of your mercy, our God. Let's rise up on our feet as we pray to God. Say, so, Father, we cry out for the rain of your mercy. Can you hold on with somebody? And let's agree tonight that it will rain again in this land. The Bible says all God is looking for is intercessors, those who will form an edge. Say, Father, we make ourselves available, that this nation will not go down the drain. So long as what God needs is an intercessor, say, Father, Lord, we make ourselves available. We are the intercessors. Lord, you need not look any further. Father, Lord, let your spirit locate me. Let it locate your people, Oh Lord. Lord, we make ourselves available to be told in your hand. The Bible says you sought for a man. Father Lord, we are more than one man, King of glory. We come tonight, O oh Lord, that you may empower us by your spirit. That we will be, oh Lord the voice that is crying, oh Lord, for the mercy of God. The voice that is crying, we say, Father, have mercy upon this land. Daddy Lord, we cry out for your reign, oh Lord. The reign of your grace. The reign of your mercy. The reign of your grace the of your mercy father let it reign oh lord god, over this land That is tonight we cry out oh lord our god and our king oh lord god let it not be said that we believe that we are in this land and yet this land is going into decay That if we confess oh lord god that more often than not we have been so cold we have not been sensitive lord jesus we cry out to you tonight oh lord that awaken our spirit man that in my heart and in my spirit Lord God that it will be like David David said is there not a cause is there not a cause is there not a good reason for me to be agitated in my spirit Holy Spirit we say send down your reign again over the United Kingdom send down your reign our God send down your reign in Jesus' mighty name we pray, Amen. brother. You know something? The whole army of Israel they were at the battlefront when Goliath was defying the God of Israel. None was courageous enough, none was courageous enough to contend it, to contend with it. Until a young lad who was not old enough to be in the army, he came to the battlefront and he heard of it. And yes, they wanted to keep him quiet. They said, your own is too much. Are you the only one in this land? Let it be said, is this the only church in this land? But we'll take a position of faith that this nation will not go down. Every day you hear in the news how this nation is going down. They say there's no more Bible in school. They say they teach your children this one. They teach your children that one. Each and every one will continue to hear them. Do you know something? So long as it's okay with God's people, it's okay with God. Do you know the principle in scripture? If it is okay with Israel, it's okay with me. If Goliath insult your God, he defies His name. If it's okay with God, people heaven say, "Well, it's okay with me." Is there all through Scripture until Paul got to Athens and look in, in in Acts seventeen? He said the people were given over to idol and he was provoked in His spirit. Brother, it's time we get provoked in our spirit. It's time we get provoked that this things ought not to be. Until you are provoked. Whatever you are not provoked against, you cannot change. Whatever you can condone, you cannot to- tolerate. Whatever you can live with, whatever you can excuse, you cannot change. I pray that you will be a changer of destiny in Jesus' name. I pray that you will not come by like those you didn't come. Is see, many, they settle for a life, you see, we we'll just leave, go to work, come back, do this, do this, save, buy a mortgage, and then die and go and leave the mortgage for our children. No, no, that's not the kind of life I want. By the power of God, my life will make a statement that will make an impact by grace. I don't know about you. I don't know if there's anything that is provoking you on the inside. You see, that's the problem of coldness. When people are cold, they're not provoked by anything. Men who are spiritually cold, nothing provokes them. They adapt to every climate. Now you're going to say, Holy Spirit, provoke me on the inside. Let lawlessness provoke me. Let it be even as it provoked Paul. They said, no, this nation cannot be given over. Father, we cry out that you will send your rain. King of God, we cry out to you, our God. We say, Father, send your rain. Wash our land. Purify our land. Purify it. We lift up the United Kingdom to you, our God, with the Lord in mercy and in grace. O Lord, send forth Your reign. Send forth the reign of abodom. Send forth the reign of righteousness. Father, send forth Your reign, our King. Send forth Your reign, our God. Send forth Your reign, our King. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Father, Travel I was sharing with us the prayer. As apart from the Lord's prayer, one of the most popular prayer in the Bible is the prayer of Jabez. It's a prayer of a man who got provoked by his circumstance. He said, no, it cannot be. Now, tonight, I pray that heaven will provoke you. Amen. That in your spirit, you will look at your spiritual work and say, no, this is not the right thing. I shouldn't be this way. He said, Lord, change me. But God, Javis cried out to God. He said, Father, that you may bless me indeed. He cried out for a change until he was provoked. The status quo continue. You see, until you are provoked about your spiritual work with God, nothing new will happen. You will just be that way year in, year out, God forbid. By the power of God, something new will provoke you on the inside of the mighty name of Jesus. You see, men are not provoked to grow. Men are not provoked to be passionate for God. Hallelujah. On, on an occasion, Jabez got provoked. We don't know what provoked him, but he did God provoked. And he cried out in intercession to God. You see, many people are thinking like that. Sometimes you speak to people uh, where they say, well, you pastors, you know, we are just, oh, I say, what a shame. The same thing we have to deal with in Sierra Leone. When the the oppressions and the poverty have put people down, they can't dream anymore. They can't dream of liberty. So one of the prayers is that God will so do a job in your life that you begin to dream dreams. And I prophesied. I said there will be a woman in the congregation. You say my daughter will be the first female president of Sierra Leone. She said, your neighbor will think you've gone mad. But by the power of God, something will be released into your spirit. That will make you to begin to speak forth in the mighty name of Jesus. So that men might dare to dream again. And see possibility in God. Many have resigned in UK. Even in the church here. Even in my cell group, many have resigned because as things were happening, I was just reflecting back home. Many have resigned. It wasn't, you see, in in Syria alone, the things were before your eyes. That's why I say God told me it's a magnifying glass to enlarge things so that you can see what the state is. This issue is not Syria alone issue. It's an issue of lives that are not ignited by the Holy Spirit. We're going to lift up our voice that Father Lord, my spiritual walk, Even as Jabez got provoked by his circumstance and he wanted a change. That something will provoke you on the inside. And it will be the Holy Spirit. That you will cry out for a change. You will not be okay for remaining the way you have always been. In the mighty name of God. Lift up your voice and cry out to God. Father, we cry out tonight, oh Lord Jesus. My Lord, I say, Lord, help me Lord. I cannot remain this way. He a servant of God, come upward. Move higher. Come up here, servants of the living God. Say, Father Lord, my spiritual work, oh Lord God, cannot remain at this same place. Daddy Lord Jesus, oh, empower me to hear the voice of your spirit. That beckon me to come upward. Say, Lord, I want to lodge deeper. I want to lodge deeper. I want to leave the shoreline. I want to leave the shallow ground. I want to come in deeper. Father, help me, Lord Jesus. I am not contented with where I am today. I am not contented with my walk with you, O Lord. Say, Father, help me, Lord Jesus. Help me, Lord Jesus. Help me, Lord Jesus. I have been around this mountain for too long. Father, I want to break up. I want to move upward. I want to break up. I want to move upward. Father, this is our cry. As a congregation, as a church, as an assembly. Lord, we are tired of being at this level. Jesus God, we want to break up, we want to move upward. Lord Jesus, we know that when you wanted to increase Peter, you said launch into the deep. Lord, we want to launch into the deep. Lord, everything in my life that is keeping me at the shallow ground. Everything in my life that is keeping on the shallow ground. Father, I'm removed, I pray. Lord, we cry out to you tonight that Father you will do a work in our life. Daddy, we want to come upward. We want to move deeper. Lord, we are provoked in our spirit. Even as Jabez was provoked about his state and situation, and he lifted up his voice, he cried out to you, the Holy God of Israel. Oh, Daddy, help us, oh Lord. Help us, our God. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. The Bible says another man who got provoked is called Nehemiah. The Bible says he had news of the state of the world of Jerusalem. He couldn't take it. He couldn't take it. And because he was provoked, he restored the ancient ruin. In 52 days. Something that had been ruined for many years. In 52 days. Hallelujah. I pray that you will see possibility in God in the mighty name of Jesus. You see, until a man begins to dream. I don't know if you ever dream of a closer walk with God. I don't know if it's one of your agenda, if it's one of the things you aspire for. Do you know in many it's not even on the on the agenda table? A closer walk with God. A closer walk with God. It's not on the no, no, no. There, there, there's plan for business. There's plan for so many things. Those things are not wrong in themselves. But because of the law of priority and the law of pursuit, once a man doesn't have the right thing in place, the man's life will always become a merry-go-round. Oh, Daddy, help us, we pray. Father, this is our prayer, oh Lord. Help us to launch deeper with you. Help us to come in deeper with you. Help us to come upward. Always, God always calls his people upward. He said, come upward, servants of the living God. Father, Lord, that journey upward, oh Lord. Now we're going to begin to pray to God that every looseness in my life, every looseness in my life that is keeping me at the shoreline, that is keeping me on the ground, Lord, deliver me from every looseness. Loose morale. Lord, deliver me. Loose tongue. Father, Lord, deliver me lose commitment Lord deliver me many Christians cannot make commitment they avoid commitment like plague Lord the grace to stay on course every looseness They make me flutter like a butterfly here and there. Father, deliver me from them. Deliver me from loose tongue. Lord, you are looking for intercessor, not murmurers. You are looking for intercessor, not gossipers. You are looking for intercessor, Lord. Lord, hear my tongue. I pray. Father, you are looking for intercessors, not liars. Lord, hear my tongue. In the Deliver me. Deliver me. Deliver me. Deliver me. Deliver me. Now, this our prayer tonight. Everything that holds us down, every looseness in our walk, in our morale, now that it deliver your church. Deliver your people. Lord, every loose thought. Thought, our thinking, our thinking. The Bible said, whatever is good, whatever is pure. He said, think over this thing. Every unrighteous thinking. Say, Lord, let your rain purify my mind. Let your rain purify my heart. Lord, change me on the inside. Renew my mind, my God. Oh Lord, I don't want to be where I was, where I've always been. Lord, I want you to draw me closer to yourself. Lightness, lightness, lightness means superficiality without depth, something that is not weighty. Say, Lord, deliver me from every lightness, everything that makes me superficial, everything that makes me lack depth in God. Father, Lord, deliver me from those things. I pray. Let's lift up our voice before God. Say, Lord, I'm tired of being light, I'm tired of being shallow. I am tired of being superficial. Say, Lord, help me to be rooted so that I can be built up in you. Every shallow seed gets picked by the of praise. Say, Lord, help me, my God. Lord, I pray for myself, oh Lord, that, Father, you will help me. Daddy, that you will give me depth in you. Give me depth in you. Why don't somebody cry out for depth? As a pastor, I cry out for God's depth. I say, Father, give me depth in you. Make me rock solid like the city of Lebanon. Let my roots go deep downwards into you, my God. Father, Lord, establish your church, oh Lord God. Give this church depth. Cause that this church will not be light. We will not be shallow in the teaching of the word. In our prayer ministry, that we will not be shallow, oh Lord. Give us depth. In Jesus' mighty name. Brethren, do you know there are so many churches that are very shallow? They don't have depth. I pray this house will not be one of such. But do you know what determines shallowness and deepness? It's actually the people. Even Paul said, he was with the congregation. He said, I can't go any deeper. He said, I can't go any deeper. So you know what? Your pastors and every minister that come before you will always remain shallow with you. Because the people are not hungry to go deeper. Paul himself, he wasn't doing them any wickedness. He said, I can't go any deeper with you. All I can give you is milk. Because you are not ready to go deeper. Amen. Amen. Say, Father Lord, let this house grow deeper. Amen. Deliver this house from shallowness. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. You see, there are things you don't discuss with certain kind of people because of where they are at. That's the truth. If somebody is struggling with the ABC, you want to go and begin to discuss qmr with them. You just stay where they are at, what they can connect with. But when you get to a congregation of people that can go deeper, you find yourself also going deeper. Because they also draw something out of you. Say, Father, help that this house will not be a shallow house. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray for this congregation that Lord God will not be a shallow, a, shallow, a shallow congregation, will not be a shallow church. Let's lift up our voice before God for one minute. That it will cry out to you, our God, oh Lord God. That will be a congregation that is mature to take meat not the one oh lord god that is bound to milk forever father lord take us deeper we pray thee cause that this house oh lord god will not be superficial it will not be shallow oh lord god cause that this house will not be like the church in corinthia where paul say i cannot go any deeper with you father lord prepare us oh lord god for the meat oh lord god prepare us as a people our god daddy he help us our king help us our god in Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Finally, we're going to pray against laziness. Laziness. Proverbs 13. Proverbs 13.4. It says, the, the soul of a lazy man desires, but has not. But the soul of the diligent shall be made fat. Hallelujah. I pray that we will not be a people that are lazy. Everything that has value needs some level of diligence to take hold of it. Hallelujah. You're going to pray for yourself. Now break down with everybody. Say, Father Lord, deliver me from every slothfulness and laziness. In the mighty name of Jesus. Deliver me from spiritual laziness. Lord, we cry out to you, O oh Lord God. Father Lord, I pray for myself that you will deliver me. Many times I see where God can take me. But because of the level of my diligence, me, myself, I know. Say, Lord, help me, help me, help me, my God. The bible said the soul of a lazy man desires i desire great things i desire great depth i desire closer work but many times i know that the level of my impute cannot produce what i am what i'm desiring say father lord help us our god deliver me from every slothfulness oh lord god there's no use you dreaming of certain depth if you are not ready to give it the work that it takes to get there, Father Lord, the grace, oh Lord, God, to give it what it takes, what it takes to be able to get through. Father Lord, release upon us, we pray. Lord, help us, oh Lord. Help us, our God. That this is our prayer tonight. That you do such a work in this house. That you he help us, oh Lord. Ignite us anew. Ignite us afresh. Save us from lightness. Deliver us from looseness. Deliver us from laziness. Help us, our God. So that we may come in deeper. So that we may live the short life. So that we may come in deeper. Help us, our God. God, we will be provoked in our spirit. About our own spiritual state. Not that of our neighbor. Lord, help me, Lord Jesus. Help me, Lord Jesus. Help me, Lord Jesus. I will not be content with where I am in my walk with you. cause our Lord Jesus, open my eyes, O oh Lord God, that I may see possibility in you. Thank you, my God and my King. Blessed be you, our God. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. And so, Father, and our God, we thank you tonight. We thank you for the privilege, O oh Lord God, of grace that you have given to us to gather at your feet. Lord, please help us, O oh Lord God. That we will not be pointing our finger at other people. We will not be pointing our finger at other nations. That we may use the example of what we see to reflect upon our own self. And our walk with you. Father Lord, help us, O Lord God. That by grace, O Lord God, there will be men and women, O Lord God. Who arise in the place of intercession. Father Lord, help us, O Lord God. That even our land shall be healed. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father Lord, there is so much in this land. There's so much in this land spiritually that is worse than Syria alone. Father, help us to be able to see these things in the mighty name of Jesus. Help us, oh Lord God, because there's so much in this land that is worse than what happened in Golgotha. Father, help us that we may be able to see this thing in the realm of the Spirit, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, Lord, oh Lord, cause our inner being, our spirit will be provoked against lawlessness, against unrighteousness. Help us, oh Lord God, that we will not excuse them we will not be comfortable with them. Father, Lord, even as Paul was provoked, O oh Lord God, when he saw a nation given over to unrighteousness and to idol. Father, help us, O oh Lord, as believers in this land, O oh Lord God, that our spirit will be provoked against the lawlessness of the nation. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, help us, we pray thee, that concerning our own personal work, O oh Lord God, that, Lord, we will look in, O oh Lord God, and we will, Lord God, we will desire even more of you in the mighty name of Jesus. Help us that none will be contented with where they are in the mighty name of Jesus. For it is said, the more we know, the more we know how little we know. Father, give us an hunger to know even more in the mighty name of Jesus. The closer we come, the more we realize how far away we are. Father Lord, help us to draw closer to you, our God. This is our prayer, our God. Cause that none within this congregation will remain shallow. Cause that none within this house will remain loose. Cause that none within this house will remain light. Father, help us, we pray. Thank you, our God. Blessed be your holy name. Even in Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Praise the Lord.